it's not a race. <laughs> it may seem like a race, but it's not. It's, it really is finding your passion, your path. And when I left Hanover in 96, I really had zero clue or zero direction that I was going to end up here in this career path 25 years later. So it's really been a joyride and, and very thankful for all this. Having only briefly considered the pre-med path, Wu Jin Kim was drawn to the stories of history and after graduation was considering grad school in that discipline. But a cold call to a fellow alum who introduced him to the world of medicine ended up changing his course. Find out how even though life's not a race, sometimes you need help finding the starting line on today's Roads Taken with me, Leslie Jennings Rowley. So I'm here today with Wu Jin Kim and we are going to talk about the invariable twists and turns of life when we are 25 years out of college. So, um, Wujin, welcome. Uh, good to be here. And thank you, Leslie, for making this happen. It's really just a, just a joy to be here. <laughs> Great. So we start these every time with the same two questions. And they are, when we were in college, who were you? And when we were leaving, who did you think you would become? Um, you know, to be honest, I don't know what I was going to do in college. Um, I thought about a lot of things. I, I think when I first got there, like a lot of the kids, I was thinking maybe should I go into pre-med route? Should I go into pre-law? Should I study something totally different? Maybe corporate, you know, uh, finances, who knows? Um, and then I took some classes and just in a broad spectrum of things and really enjoyed all different kinds of great you know, teachings that Dartmouth had to offer. And, and I eventually settled at a history major, which I liked the best and, and seemed to kind of, you know, really learn about things that I really cherished. And when I left Dartmouth in 96, I don't know if I really knew what I was going to do even at that point. Um, uh, I knew I just uh, wanted to kind of explore and, you know, at 22 leaving college, I was thinking, what am I going to do with my life? But um it was fantastic four years. I learned a lot. I think being in college for me was learning, like most of us, is, is just learning about ourselves more and kind of just uh, exploring who you are for the first time. And so Dartmouth was the most, looking back, was the most fantastic place for that. So how did you do that? Was it through organizations you're part of or how did you find who you were during that time? Yeah, I think it's friends. You know, it's the classmates, the people. Uh, various different people, you know, just open your eyes and, you know, not just through classes. And that's a huge part, obviously, but um, just interacting with just each one of us and, and being away from home really for the first time in, in, in uh, Hanover, New Hampshire. I think you and I both come from D.C. area. So is that right? That's <laughs> so, right. Um, that's right. Good yeah. memory. So I think um, coming back and, and, and being in New Hampshire and just kind of, I think just Every year was a learning process. It's, it was, and I, I don't know if it was ever the classes that really, you know, I'm sure I enjoyed my, you know, professors and classes and lectures, but I think it was just being in just, you know, the discussions we, we would have each, with each other, the friendships that you form for lifelong. Um, and just, I think that's looking back, it wasn't just one thing that particularly being in part of the, you know, different clubs or, or choirs or anything like that. It was more just, uh, just the overall process of four years being there with one another. And um, I think that was key for me. 
Yeah, excellent. So when we were wrapping our time up there, you said you didn't really know what you were going to do, but what were your, what did you feel like your options were at that point? So I thought about, I enjoyed history so much. Maybe I thought about applying for grad school. Wasn't sure, but I thought that's what I was going to do. And so I went back to DC area and I was just kind of going through different alumni networks and channels through Dartmouth. And um, while I was working for this nonprofit organization in DC, I also, you know, reached out to one of the alumni and happened to be one of the doctors at Hopkins and reached out to him. wasn't necessarily looking at going to medical school or medical field, but it was just kind of, he was one of the mentors that were listed there. So I figured maybe get some input from him. It was nearby. And then he introduced me to his colleague who was a uh, pulmonologist at Hopkins at the time and um, a lung doctor. And so we, I went to kind of talk with him and he became sort of just my mentor figure during that year while I was still working in DC and trying to figure out, you know, take my, you know, exams and get prepared to apply for grad school. He really opened my eyes about maybe what medical field was, you know, I didn't really know in college what medical field was or being a pre-med was and kind of took a couple classes a year or two and like most of us and like, "Ah, I'm not going to do that. And then, (laughs) and then um, he really opened my eyes about what medicine was. He showed me not only clinical practice. And I was able to spend some time with his uh, residents at the hospital there in the intensive care unit, but also to be in the lab with him and research, which I really enjoyed with him too. So, um, and then he encouraged me to apply to medical school. So I sort of did a whole complete turn and then uh, decided not to apply for grad school in history. And I applied instead to post programs because I got to finish my pre-med requirements. So I did that and ended up in uh, New York City, and did my post back at Columbia University there. And that was fantastic because it was kind of like my second college experience in a way. I uh, was taking classes with the undergrads there in, uh, in New York City instead of Hanover, New Hampshire became my background. But, you know, that really, you know, was the sort of unexpected next turn that I took from college. Yeah. And it was like that prolonged period of figuring out who you are, right? More, more conversations, more, you know, who, who am I, who am I going to be now that I'm, I've kind of chosen this path, because that is a, a pretty big undertaking to say, I'm on this path now. Did you have an idea of the, I mean, this pulmonologist, like, kind of helped you see the richness of lab and practice, but did you have a thought like, I want to emulate this person or I'm going to go find what what lights my fire in medicine? I think he really did um, influence me a lot. Um, you know, like just the fact that he was kind of that took me this this recent college grad really didn't know what he was doing. And just that mentorship really, I think, was uh, what um, opened my eyes initially. And then once I got to New York and, and taking pre-med classes, then I kind of had to find my own path. So I was working part time at the local hospital there um, as a actually a technician um, in the pulmonary function lab. And so, uh, you know, doing clinical work, earning a little bit of money on the side and, and then going to classes both morning and evening to fulfill my requirements. And then eventually going to med- medical school, which uh, led me to Providence, Rhode Island. I went to Brown for my medical school. So three schools. And it was, it was, it was amazing just to kind of get experience of three different campuses and their students and, I think that really, really uh, was fortunate to be part of all three of them. Yeah, an IV trifecta, right? (laughs) (laughs) So all of that from basically a cold call alumni outreach. I think that's 
That's pretty amazing. That was. Um, and, and you did kind of follow in those footsteps for a good while. So talk to us about your specialty in medicine. Sure. I'm currently a, um, a gastroenterologist. I, I, I'm a, a little bit more specialized in the field of interventional gastroenterology. So but that basically deals with uh, more um, therapeutic procedures that is done through the endoscopy. So, you know, we think of like colonoscopy, we think of endoscopy, not so fun procedures for most of us. And, and you know, we're all kind of approaching that age of 50 now. And so we uh, all have to kind of be aware of it for screening colonoscopy. But we use that uh, endoscopy to use different modalities, including x-ray and ultrasound to you really focus more on um, cancer. And actually, I am currently working at City of Hope Cancer Center, National Medical Center here near California, I'm near LA. Um, I just actually started this job about a month ago. Oh, I, was, wow. <laughs> I was working at Kaiser Permanente here in Southern California for the past oh, almost seven years. And uh, after my training and that uh, you know, that took me back and forth between California and East Coast. So, you know, the one thing that I've really, and I love this this title, you know, The Roads Taken basically is because when I left Hanover in 96, I really had zero clue or zero direction that I was going to end up here in this career path 25 years later. So it's really been a joyride and, and very thankful for all this. Yeah, right. And I I love asking um, doctors this because it seems unfair. But do you have a, a, a life outside of medicine? I know so many that don't, um, but I have this feeling that you do. So tell us about that. Well, you know, one of the things I really enjoy about California is because of the weather. And so, you know, when I, I did my fellowship out here at UCLA, so I was surrounded by the, you know, the I could go hiking and enjoy the sun at the beach. And, you know, I'm, I live like about a mile away from the beach here. So it's, it's really just fantastic. Just really, you know, enjoying the outdoors all four seasons. And I also very much enjoy like different cuisines and, you know, just like in New York, New Jersey here, it's very multicultural and different food that you could have the, the best Mexican food, the Korean food, um, you know, just all kinds of uh, different food here. So, you love your career now. You love the work you're doing. It's very impactful. Is there any part of you that kind of wishes you had jumped on that pre-med track early? Or are there lessons you kind of had to learn a little bit oh, later or differently? You know, I think uh, I wouldn't trade it for anything in the world. I think, you know, initially I thought about that. When I first got to medical school, my classmates were 22 and I was 27. And right. um <laughs> And they were calling me the old man. And, you know, I think the experiences that I've had to get to medical school, uh, it just made you such a ch cherish all the things that you have and, and to really just um, see from all different angles, not just from a physician side, but from the patient side. And I think it's really all the different experiences we've had, I wouldn't trade that for the world. And it makes you a better doctor for sure. No question. And I think if I could actually tell some of the younger students here, or grads here is that, you know, just, it's not a race. <laughs> it may seem like a race, but it's not. It's, it really is a finding your passion, your path. And each one of us is different. And I think when we're in college and afterwards, we may not immediately see that. But I think looking back, it's certainly, I wouldn't, you know, change it for the world. Yeah, yeah. So now, what is your day like? Is there a typical day? You know, are you seeing patients more? Is there a research element? Talk to us about that. 
Yeah, so it is a research hospital focused on cancer care. So I do mostly procedures since I've just been here for the past month. It's, you know, it's starting to get busier, you know, interventional procedure for cancer diagnosis and treatment. Uh, we have a lot of, um, you know, because it's a tertiary care, cancer center, we have a lot of very, you know, sick patients here with advanced cancer. So there are some very challenging treatment options and procedures that we are uh, facing every day. It's, it's, it's a tremendous privilege and honor to be here. My day, so it's mostly procedures, uh, days where I'm in clinic and seeing patients. And then there's a research component, certainly, too, that we're involved in. I was just um, working with my colleagues on a um, book chapter dealing with stomach cancer. And, and so, yeah, just we're encouraged to pursue both um, clinically and research-wise to, um, you know, advance medicine. I think that's sort of ties back to our, all of our, um, you know, learnings. You know, I was a history major in college. How did this come from to, to this? You know, it may not sound like a, there's a connection, but there's, there's a, certainly a deep connection. You know, our, our passion for um, the unknown, our passion to, for research, our passion for collaboration, and I think learning is, is, is certainly, that's the common theme in both fields. Yeah, and the sciences now are so collaborative or interdisciplinary that you are drawing, I'm sure, from other, um, you know, not just in the gastroenterological field, but others to kind of take medicine to the next level. So uh, a little bit of what we did in college, for sure. Um, so if you were to go back and talk to that young Wujin and tell him where you are now, what do you think he would have said to you? I think he would have been, wow, that's a, that's a lot on the plate. Um, not sure if I will be able to get there. And I think it's the experiences we've had and more importantly, the people you met. And, and as I go back to our classmates and as we go, you know, come approach our 25th anniversary here, our graduation is each of us meant so much to all each one of us. And I think and each pattern, each path, uh, the mentors, the friends who became your mentors became such a big integral part of our path. So, yeah, I think following your passion, following your heart, working hard and being patient for me, I think it's um, that's what I would tell the 22 year old myself then. Do you think at that time when you made that call to that alum, I mean, you could have reached out to any alum, you did reach out to a doctor. Was it to try to, do you think you were trying to get someone to put you on that path? Or was it like, maybe I'll just talk to this person and I'll talk to others and I'll talk to others. Were you still pretty open or was that kind of, you You knew, okay, I was a history major, but I always had this this call. A little me. bit, but I think I was more open, actually. I was <laughs> telling my parents that I remember at the time, it's like, oh, I think I'm going to pursue my history degree and I want to kind of become, you know, professor in this field. And that was my passion. But um, no, it was, I think he kind of popped up there and I was like, oh, okay, well, I'll reach out to him. And then there were other alumni too that I was going to eventually reach out to as well. Didn't get to, but. Um, <laughs> right. When you find the one, you find the right, one, right? Right. But it's. Right. Just, no, it was open-minded. I think I just was looking at like, okay, you know, I have this whole world ahead of me. What do I want to do? And, you know, I think um, even though you look back and you're like, what was I thinking? I spent four years in college and didn't know what I was going to do, but then eventually worked out. It, 
It worked out. Exactly. And, and as you said, it's not a race, but just, just finding, finding the starting line sometimes it takes a little longer, but it seems as though you have run this race very well and you're in a place now that's using your skills and talents and passion. Um, and we're so glad that you shared the story with all of us. Thanks thank so, you much. so much, Leslie. And thank you for uh, doing this. It's just a wonderful honor to be here. That was Woo Jin Kim, a triple IV educated gastroenterologist and assistant clinical professor in the Department of Medicine and the Director of Interventional Endoscopy at City of Hope, the Comprehensive Cancer Center in Southern California. He's passionate about the prevention and treatment of gastrointestinal cancers, including both research and therapeutic procedural interventions. He'd want me to tell you that once we hit 50, let's be sure to get those colonoscopies. Almost as important and hopefully slightly more fun is the other thing you should do at any age. Follow the Roads Taken podcast at roadstakenshow.com and leave a review on Apple Podcasts or any other favorite podcasting platform. It does help others find the show so they can hear our guest stories. As always, thanks for listening and be sure to join me, Leslie Jennings Rowley, in future weeks for more episodes of Roads Taken. Roads Taken.